Hi, I'm Devin Landers, and you're listening to Parallax Systems. The following Uncharted Worlds actual play podcast may include explicit language, violence, and mature themes. Listener discretion is advised. Amidst the universe, you are nothing but a speck, an ant following a path. The stars are vast and ever-growing, making you smaller and smaller by the second. Humanity is just a letter in the memoirs of the cosmos. Humanity, the great explorers, <clears throat> conquerors, left for the stars. With the galaxies expanding, humans decided to expand with them. New corporations were funded, rivals were created, and expansion began. Now, throughout the universe, humanity can be found. The touch of humans goes far beyond our known reaches. This story begins there, just beyond your reach. To another episode of Parallax Systems. I am your GM, Kevin. Uh, I am here with my friends Matt and Jason. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Hello. Uh, Jason is already into character. Um, I have to stay this way. Sorry. We left off last week with uh, you guys having just uh, wild jumped from the uh large larger starship that had been taken over by some sort of bioweapon biohazard that was destroying the ship from the inside and you wild jump taking one of the waldorf uh enterprises smaller uh boost jump ships and took a wild jump to a planetary area that you have not been to before way way out beyond the reaches of most of the parallax systems known to them and you were encountered by some high-tech high highly sophisticated uh star cruisers and ships that uh escorted you down to their to their uh world uh, to the center of a large city with crazy, crazy, crazy looking skyscrapers with rings and stuff floating around them. A lot of cool gravity type stuff. Uh, and that's where we left off, uh, having just landed inside their city. You uh, brought Chris along with you. And he is now one of your shipmates. Uh, slash crew, he is probably going to stay on the ship when you guys go out and do things, and he'll be the guy that like gets the ship ready to to leave when you uh, ruin things on whatever planet that you go to. So, um, yeah, you you land, you hear from Carlbot Devin, you hear from Carlbot, sir. It seems as though. The biosphere is breathable. Okay, cool. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it seems seems safe. Uh, are we off the ship? We've already walked off the ship at this nope, point. Nope, you're still on your ship. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, let me. I'll read. I'll read what I uh what I have for you. Okay, all right. Uh, you have just landed uh on the home world of the Mercurians. Uh, they have escorted your ship to the center of the city to the largest building there. Uh, as you exit the ship. You are greeted by a group of Mercurian soldiers and three others dressed differently from the soldiers. Um, you guys would probably guess that they might be like some sort of uh, royalty or elders or something. Uh, being translated by Carlbot, you hear one of the elders speak. Welcome to Shavaruth, home of our of our people, the Mercurians. We were not notified of your planned arrival. Are you an envoy of the order? Uh, 
we're here and you know you know what the order would be yeah the order of Nor normandy which is like a something that's like not it's like a fairy tale right right um the, we're we're just here in passing um i think we just need to refuel maybe get some supplies you've got another ship for sale Maybe we can do a trade. Uh, really just passing through. Do you have anything to say, Harvey? I'm just keeping an eye around, making sure that like we're not like being threatened outright. Like I am I understand that they have their guards there as a precaution, but like none are like looking us over or just I'm just making sure we're staying safe. I trust. Uh, okay, give me a, an assessment roll with, let's see, we'll do metal. Uh, 11. Um, you see the guards, which would, they have these weapons that look like they are, are long um, spears that have like ropes where they probably would sling them over their shoulders uh, but there are triggers on there them at the bottom um, nothing you've ever seen like before <laughs> you notice that there is uh, another set of soldiers like just they're, they're basically around all around like yeah. assessing your, your area you see that uh, this probably is a pretty important like area of the of the city, um, and you receive a data point on the Mercurians' defenses. So, I will. Um, I. I I have my shotgun on me, but I have it like slung on my back, like it's not readied or anything. Yep. And I yep. have my um, uh, braces that turn into my brass knuckles on, but they're not the brass knuckles. So I'm just I'm gonna act relaxed and not like aggressive or anything. So I'll, I'll the, show respect. The one that spoke earlier says, "Please come with us. We will." talk much about your arrival i'm gonna mute comms because we're still on the ship right this is all through comms no you guys have just like walked off the oh back, okay like, all, right, all right and chris is still inside okay all right never mind then yeah it's just the three it's just you two and the three of the well-dressed ones i guess well-dressed they're they're, it's not normal dress for you ever you've ever seen so it would be well dressed to them I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Harvey to the side and just like kind of whisper like should should we be the order uh, I think being as truthful and forthright with this uh, group of people is probably best protocol that has never gotten me anywhere before but all right I mean it could prevent you from being dead I think we're pretty close to that either way. Or we could be less that if we're truthful and honest with them. All right, we'll do it your way. Let's start walking, <laughs> walking down. They, they lead you through their, like the op There's a, like a large portcullis opening that these doors just glide open as you walk in everything seems to be this like almost the color of vandal's hair uh like this green gl greenish glow to it uh very like glass maybe stained glass green stained glass but it's it's opaque you can't see through it uh and you go in and everything's very well sculpted and sharp corners and uh 
and it's and like I said, it's like this weird glass material. As you walk in, they bring you into this uh, long hallway, um, and you notice these people, the Mercurians. They're bipedal. They have human characteristics uh, all the way up to their shoulders, where their shoulders are a little wider and broader, and their necks go into this fish-like head. Um, and they don't speak English. Obviously, you hear all of this stuff being translated from Carlbot, and Carlbot translates back to them when you talk to them. Okay. So they bring you into this room. You see uh, a bunch of chairs uh, around this large table that seems to be made of the same material that the building looks like. Uh, everything seems to just come out of the building. This, the chairs are almost car like they carved the building, the inside of the building out of this structure. Okay. So, what is it that you are looking for in our system? Uh, we are just looking to gas up, take a look at our ship, make sure it's in good shape, and then just be on our way. That is correct. And how did you end up here? Completely by accident. We wild jumped in our ship. And you're not with the order? No, sorry if that's what you were are, expecting are, from us. Are you sure? I'm sure. No, we're not with the order. Well, I can have someone take a look at your star jumper. That's up to you. I don't know much about ships. Uh, maybe if we just have a little time with it, uh, me and Chris can take a little peek into it and see, figure out what we need to see. Or do you by chance have any ships for sale? Maybe a trade-in value? You are the first humans that we've encountered other than the Order. You keep huh. saying the Order, and I always thought that they were kind of a myth. That's just it. Myths are based on something, my friend. They came to us and we signed papers saying that your people wouldn't bother us and we wouldn't bother you. And now we have people not of the order in our star system. Well, I can say that that was not intentional. We're sorry if we've bothered anything that you've harbored with the order. Yeah, we absolutely don't mean to be here. We can just get some gas and head off to the next system if that's what we need to do. If you were to purchase one of our star cruisers, you would be seen using... Something no one has ever seen before. That may not be ideal for us right now. No. In fact, that's quite the opposite. All right, you guys can both roll me. Um, we'll do an assess, an assessment roll. Uh, with either influence or ex or uh, expertise, I'm gonna use expertise. 
And I will use influence, and that's a 12. Okay. I got a 9. All right. I need, uh, you guys can both make up some information about the Mercurians that is true. Um, and the information that you make up, uh, Devin, will earn you a data point in that information. Okay, just general information about the whole species, or about yeah, about the civilization, them, what they do, and you can make up whatever you'd like. All right, so in my head, in this place that we've landed, it's uh, the architecture is definitely like an alien architecture. Like it's very, very. Uh, they use a lot of circles. Like it's a very round, rounded buildings uh, with very rounded. Uh, it's not. It's not at all like human architecture that has a lot of corners to it, um, which structurally uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I think Devin is kind of trying to understand. Like this is definitely something new to him, uh, and he's he's kind of trying to understand what. Uh, where they would have gotten this technology technology with them would have had to have been such a young civilization for them to be out here on the outer rim like this okay so what is what is the information that you make up for them <clears throat> uh that that they have advanced alien technology okay so it's yeah it's already pa it's passed it's a lot further on than you would expect them to right have. yeah 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 okay okay And Harvey? Um, I would say from what Harvey's, like, seeing, it looks like they, um, they have kind of, like, a high praise of, like, not necessarily religion, but, like, people being elevated higher and, like... A hierarchy? Just, yes. They're very respectful of their, like, their elders. And like the elders not necessarily have a religion, but they do things for a greater good for their people. So that's what I, I like it. That's what I am seeing as Harvey. Okay. Uh, is there anything else that you might want to know or learn about the Mercarians while you have them there? not not really off the top of my head because i think at this point like i know i know we're here and i know they've dropped some like above table i know they've dropped some lore on us about the order but i think like still for Devin, he wants to get the hell out of dodge yes like he's all right so let's have you have Devin. i want Devin to roll a command plus influence Uh, okay, yeah, we're gonna have the Mercarians are going to go ahead and try to follow uh, what you asked for to the best of their ability. They're going to try to get you some fuel. They might not have the right kind of fuel, but they will try to fuel up your ship, but they won't go over near it until you're over there. Okay. Alright. Um, do you also happen to have a market maybe that we can pick up some food and some basic supplies while we're here and fueling up the ship Devin uh yeah 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 how, how are we gonna pay for that um we 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 might not they might not use the same currency we do do you take trade. you could do trade might have some stuff on cargo on the ship that you don't know about so you want to go to the bazaar? Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to go. Want to go to the bazaar? Check that out. Um, just kind of like sightsee, I guess, while we're walking around. You hear Carlbot translate more. The Mercurian looks over to another one, and he says, "Please, can you get an ambassador for me?" And you see the one with the one of the spears, like walks out. We'll um, send you to the bazaar with one of our ambassadors so 
you uh, don't get mistreated in the streets. Okay. Thank you very much. I do think ambassador means something different for us. We're we're not okay, here. It's fine. It's, no, it's fine. It's fine. I don't like being walked around by an armed person. I'm armed. Uh, yeah, well, so am I, but you're not an authority figure. Oh no! The, so no. So he, the armed person, isn't the ambassador. He oh. asked the armed. Per, he asked the armed person to go get an ambassador for him. <laughs> so the armed person left and walked out of the room. So yeah, I think I think he probably like walks by and like my face is like, oh no, this guy, this guy, and then he walks by. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, you. Uh, an ambassador comes back, he brings you down to the bazaar, and you walk through the streets of uh, Shivrath, Shivrath, and you can do some things. What would you like to do out in the bazaar? There's restaurants, there's, um, there's a man with uh, a small table that has different, like, scientific machines working on it uh yeah so probably grab grab a little bit of food um and is there is there any what what kind of machines are there i think that All right, kind so of do you want to go to a rest do you want to sit down in a restaurant or do you want to go see the guy in, a, in no the... i just want to grab some some food like to take back food. with us on the on oh, the ship. cargo yeah. like bring food okay yeah yeah uh, maybe like one unit of food for the cargo but that's going to be more of an acquisition okay cool. unless you want to i think you can barter cargo too Uh, so I'll tap my wrist and be like, uh, Chris, what do, what do we have in the cargo hold? Is this thing on? Am I doing this right? Devin, am I doing this right? Hold on. Right? Let me, let me take a look at it real quick and I'll, I'll go You hear, you hear start. Chris come back. Oh, shit. You hear, you hear Chris come back. Um, I'm not sure. Let me check. And it looks like he, he says, uh, looks like we've got some uh some waldorf industry mugs it looks like a whole box full of them we've got a we've got a large large container of uh mined ore and in this box it looks like oh it looks like yeah that that's that that mouse thing yeah it's a bunch of stuffies of the mouse dude from the that place, Devin, were we a fucking floating gift shop? I I think I think so. It sounds sounds like it. Wait, what? That's some conspiracy shit. Why do they have Waldorf mugs and DCU uh, mouse mascots? Those guys fucking hate each other. They're, they're not DCU branded. Oh, they're not DC. Oh, they're off brand. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say DCU on any of these. <laughs> Those are absolutely. Um, uh, That's why I couldn't figure out what mouse it was. I mean, that box of ore might be worth something. <laughs> mind ore. What is mind ore? Like. People mind it. <laughs> oh, it's from, your, it's from your mind. It's really? from your mind. That's what. That's what I heard. <laughs> they took it from people's minds. Yeah, it's like it's. What, is this an illithid situation? Hold on. <laughs> no, oh, oh, mind or okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I feel like we need to like trade in the ore for a ship. Like that's that's gonna be far more valuable. We probably hang on to that for a little bit. Maybe. We see if we can give these guys some coffee mugs. Here's the thing. If someone from the order comes here and sees the Waldorf coffee mugs. Not our problem. We don't work there anymore. 
Um, you guys spend a few hours <laughs> in the bazaar. Um, you you meet a, f a few of the other Mercurians. Some of them are very fascinating, fascinated in talking to you guys. Um, and um, you buy a few of the street foods, unknown what they are, because you've never seen them before. Some of them tasty, some of them terrible. Uh, and uh, you hear a, a large horn, some sort of warning horn going off over through the city. Uh, it's kind of like this weird, you, it's, it's not, it's a, it's definitely some sort of warning horn, but it's nothing like that you would ever hear in like your spaceships or at your like military groups, RV. Like you would never hear this kind of horn. It's like a wah, wah. What does that like mean? Maybe, maybe like a navy ship horn is more what it sounds like. Like right a fog now. horn. Like a fog horn. Um, and the ambassador who's been walking you around, uh, being translated by Carlbot, says, "It is a forewarning horn. It tells us if something bad is about to happen." But like what? Possibly a, an incursion from an alien race. Uh, it could be a tsunami. It could be a hurricane. He just starts naming off different apocalyptic events. So did it, that happen when we showed up? Oh, no. This is okay. much more dire. He seems he like once again, it's being re relayed by Carlbot. So he, you can't tell that and that he's yeah you can't tell that he's like nervous or if he's worried any of that kind of stuff does his face show it no he's just kind of flaps around not like a lot of you don't know how they would feel look if they were happy or sad well what's the vibe from the people in the streets uh you see them all packing their things up okay all right uh yeah so that's not ideal um the which is note on that um is that just you don't know what the event might be it just tells you that something bad is about to happen yes we should probably go back to the embassy how does the horn know that something bad is about to happen we have scientists that know what's happening oh so Sat somebody does know what's happening um you okay you see a shadow from there like over take the city um and you can see there is this large mass heading directly towards you guys from space uh and it's going to hit and it hits and you all die and you wake up that was a f you have just landed on the home world of the Mercurians. they have escorted your ship to the center of the city the largest building there as you exit the ship you are greeted by a group of Mercurian soldiers and three other dressed differently from the soldiers translated by Carlbot, one of the elders speaks welcome to Shivrath, home of our people the Mercurians. we were not notified of your planned arrival are you an envoy of the order Yes. We remember this whole thing, right? We remember um, all this? Yes, you hear... Uh, you, you do... <laughs> yes, you remember all of it. <laughs> yes, just go with me on this. Uh, we need to figure out what the hell's going on here. What he said. We were not... We were not told of your... Um, intended arrival. Is there something that happened with our treaty? Yeah, no, we were just coming by to check on things and make sure everything was good on, on your end uh, with the treaty. Things have been uh, spectacular on our end. We haven't messed with any of your human counterparts, just as we have I, intended. And have good. any humans come to bother you? None that have come no none have come here 
That is just fantastic. That, is that the end of our conversation? Do you intend to stay? Do you mind if I just take a look at that treaty real quick? You can give me a command plus influence roll. <laughs> or no, no, you can give me a face adversity plus influence. Uh, face adversity plus influence. Seven. Okay, yeah, you, the, you once again can't tell their facial expressions because they are not of human nature. So other than their body language, maybe being close to human, you notice that he like the the Mercurian kind of like bends down and looks closer at you and he says right away but first I need to see some in some identification that you are from the order hey Carl can you help me out with that yes that is right away you can give me a You can give me a I think it's another face adversity. I think this is your you get one last chance here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to be with that's gonna be metal since Carl's helping me. Okay, I'll use metal. Four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, you see him put his hand up, and once he does, the soldiers surround the two of you, uh, and the uh around the ship as well. They board your ship. Chris, Chris comes running, pushed, pulled off in handcuffs. They, hey, don't touch they put, that. They put Devin in handcuffs, uh, and they make wait. They point at uh, their spears at Harvey, and you hear the one that was talking say, "Please, can you relinquish your weapon?" Uh, I look at Devin, and I'm like. Is it gonna happen again if I do what I'm about to do? I think so. Uh, and I do the, like the Henry Cavill where I go like this and the the shock fists come up and then I get ready. Uh, and they just start firing. Uh, That's fine. <laughs> Harvey, Harvey goes down uh, just like in a heap. Devin, you're standing there right next to him. Uh, and you're you're just watching Harvey get lit up. Uh, Chris yells, "What is going on?" And then, uh, what do you do, Devin? Uh, have I heard the horn start yet? Nope. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm in handcuffs though, right? Yeah, they started. They had walked over and put you in handcuffs. Um, excuse me. Did I take an injury? Oh yeah. No, you're dead. Death. Death but is dead, your, dead. Death is dead, your dead. injury. Okay. Sweet. I get XP. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, nice. You do. Wait, do, do I get SP, XP too? Is you, that something for both of us? There's, or just a specific, there's a specific thing that's supposed to happen for you. Um, System is pushed to the limit. Okay. Yeah, I guess we haven't done that. Um, Don't you pick a new one after? Next session. Uh, I think you, session. you can pick one each session. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I never changed that one because I thought we were still like flying you can, yeah, and stuff. You, you can't, I don't think you can change it until the until it happens. Oh, until it happens. And once it okay. happens, you can't do it again. Okay. Yeah, you pick something else and it can't be that same one. Cool. Uh, yeah, I... Whew, he's dead. Chris is still up. I'm going to play it out. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. All right. We're, we're 
is everything's cool here it's fine carl bot still translating this time but quietly in your ear not out loud uh when the mercurian has his hand up he he puts his hand down and he says bring them to the to the uh dungeon and they drag you off towards the dungeon uh two mercurians that were holding spears walk over and grab Harvey by the feet and drag him off the other way. And they send I you... I hope I'm right. They send you to the dungeon. <laughs> uh, and you and Chris hang out in the dungeon for a few hours. You can roll a cramped quarters. Uh, <laughs> minus, minus two. Hey, Chris, do you remember being here the first time? <laughs> three <laughs> uh, <laughs> he like picks up a dirt and throws dirt at you he goes what did you get us into hey, listen listen it's not my fault okay Bog something's going go on off. here ooh, ooh, there it is all right ooh. everything's gonna be fine chris a flat everything darkens a flash of white light and you wake up walking off of your ship Seeing Devin. <laughs> See, I told you it was gonna be fine. Three I didn't like that. Can we <laughs> seeing three well-dressed Mercurians and soldiers wrapped around your ship? Welcome to Shivrath, home of our people, the Mercurians. We were not notified of your planned arrival. Are you an envoy of the order? No, we're not. No. <laughs> we just um, ran out of fuel, TM. We would yeah, like to true. refuel if possible as, and then as leave quickly as possible. You don't want to stay and learn more about us? No. We would not like to interfere with your culture. But we have questions about yours. Any and all questions that you have could be directed towards the union representative that will be sent to you at another time. don't think they want that. So all you want is us to refuel your ship? Please. That would be awesome. And what do we get in return? For helping people we do not know? <clears throat> so we've got these uh, liquid uh, containing devices on board that... Uh, I think might be some pretty unique technology for you. Have you ever wanted to drink like hot things, but you don't have the proper things to hold it in? Like hands cool. Like really hot things. It's all the rage. Do you mean mugs? We have we have mugs here. Yeah, but not do, mugs like this. We do need vessels to drink fluids from. Okay, so you could have some use for these. How much will this case of mugs, uh, as you call them in your culture, <laughs> uh, how much how much fuel, TM, will that get us? We don't know of your fuel, TM, but we do have. What do you use? We do have fuel that we use for our ships. I can tell you where to get it. Uh, yeah. Do you think that'll work on our ship? You could roll an assessment. Uh, what am I in? Uh, roll plus interface. Okay. Nine. Uh, okay. You don't know what it is that they're using most fuels that you know are are some sort of synthetic fuel from that are combustible most of the time um, but you have heard of the different quantum drives that use like gravitational energy so i don't think that would work on yours but you don't know what they're using okay Oh, or, yeah, I mean, at least, like, 
give it a shot see see what happens what's i mean what's it what's it made out of what's the what's the chemical composition of your fuel we head out to the and he says a word that you're unsure of what it means uh it's probably the, the name for something uh and it's like knob loblers tight. He says the knob loblers is the spot where the fuel is created. Okay, so I'm guessing that wasn't a sneeze. Uh it it's it's created there? Like is something created or is it refined out of something else? No, the knob loblers creates it. Is that an organic being? Possibly. Okay. I'm asking. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He said. He says possibly. <laughs> possibly. Oh. Okay. Uh. So. <sighs> might have to trade for one of their ships. You might have to. I don't. I guess we can see if this destroys our ship and then try on the next go round. Here, here's my thought on that. We've been on planet anytime something has happened, and please come with us. We'll talk inside the embassy. And he starts walking yeah, that, towards the great. embassy. If we can walk and talk towards the fueling dock. So is this like how long has this been since we've gotten off the ship? Like five minutes. Yeah, this has been a short. Talking. This has been a short one. The last two times, it's been like five to six hours or so. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to look at the time on my watch, whatever it says. Okay. And then later when the horn goes off, I would like to look at my watch again. Okay. And see how long. All right. We'll say that we it's, have. we'll say that it's in, on your watch, it would be 115. Like right now? Right now. It is 115? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't mean that's what time it is here, but. On your watch, yeah. that's what it says. Okay. Yeah, he brings you back to that same room with the table. And he starts talking to you. Hey, Carl, set a timer for apocalyptic event. Timer <laughs> set. Thanks, Carl. So, is there anything that you'd like to know? Do you ever have, like, moments of deja vu? I'm unsure what that means. Uh, what it means is, like, you'll go through something, and then, like, it's in your head, it's like, hey, I've already done this. Possibly. You ever just feel like you're repeating the same crappy day over and over again? That just work? Yeah, it is. Breakthrough. Uh. Right. Uh, is this like that really, really old ancient text? Or like Shh. picture show. Shh. Should we go check out the Snoblob or whatever it is? I feel like all signs point to that, my friend. <sighs> Nos Blobber? Uh, yeah, the Nos Slobber. I, I keep blob changing the word. I keep saying it <laughs> yeah. differently every time. <laughs> the city's just... a different name every time, too. <laughs> Shivereth. I got it now. Shivereth. I got it now. <laughs> um. Yeah, could we go see the the knob slobbler? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would love to. You would like to see the knob slobber. I would love to see the knob slobber. Later on, I'll take you to the best knob slobber. Once again, I do not understand your your jokes. It's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, he motions and everyone stands and heads towards 
back towards the ships. Uh, he points to a large, a larger ship and motions for you to follow him. They get in and they, you go onto the back of this ship and he sits down and you feel the ship lift off and head off. Is he driving the nope. ship or does... He's just sitting across no. from you guys. Okay. Does this ship look drastically different than I guess it would technology-wise? Than... Yeah, you have no idea what's yeah, happening in this ship. Yeah. Okay, all right. I am probably super intrigued by that then. So like on the way, I'm... I'm taking notes. I'm trying to figure out how it works. Okay. Uh, and also maybe looking for a, a data point that I could maybe link up Carl to. to oh, you're going to try uh, to interface? To interface? You could try to access. Uh, try to access as stealthily uh, as possible. Let's see. Eight. It's a pass with complications, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Credentials verified. Access granted. Systems now open to interface base moved. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to see. Uh, well, I would like to just swipe a little piece of code of whatever's in there because I'm sure it's different from anything that I've ever seen. Okay. Uh, just store that into into Carl for a little bit, All right. so I can play with that later. Um, and then just look for any information to see if the ship itself and the data on the ship is resetting every time this uh, explosion happens. Okay. Or if it's new data every time this happens. Like, is this being recreated every time this happens? Okay. I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll let you know once it happens again. Okay. Okay. You uh, head over to the knob slobbler. <laughs> the snob snob the snob snobbler. Snob slob goblin. Yes. The knob is snobbler. You see this through the front of the the the, the, the transport ship you're on. You can see this. This, like, viscous, oily, like, bubble, like, shooting in the air, and then coming down and landing and splashing into, like, a puddle. And you just see it happening over and over, and you can see this puddle is just forming larger and larger. Uh, you see machines wrapped around it. It's huge, by the way. This It's like a the whole production. It's like if you were in a quarry, that's how like large it is, except it's a puddle of this viscous orange goo that's being fired from like a hole out into this pond and they slow down and start hovering and you see the Mercurian uh, um, uh, ambassador point out this, ah, the knob slobbler. And you just see these boof, plush, doof, uh, and you see all these trucks and different vehicles like sucking this stuff up and Uh, okay. Um, I'm both confused and kind of like my stomach feels weird now. <laughs> does does but, this need refinement or can it just go straight into the ship? We collect and use it for fuel. Okay, so it just goes straight into the ship for fuel. Yes. Okay. Uh, right. Um, it, I, I got nothing. <laughs> so here's the thing. Even if we do trade for one of their ships, 
that uses this fuel, how are we going to refuel when we run out of fuel? Yeah, we can't. That's not an option. I think we're going to have to leave here on our ship. I think I have a plan, but it's going to have to wait. Till the next time. Yeah. Hey, Carl, turn off translation. <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, we tell them that their planet is about to be hit by a giant asteroid. Okay. Stop it. You think there's time to stop it? I mean, I guess a few hours they might be it's able like to scramble hours. Yeah. I look at my watch to check the time. <laughs> it's only been like an hour and a half. Alright, mm -hmm. so... This is an hour and a half. There's like three and a half hours. I'm I'm pretty sure they can get a majority of their people off pretty quick. Like, look at how smart and advanced this culture is. Well, I mean, I guess are they going to... Or maybe they have a weapon that's strong enough to destroy the meteor. Who knows? But is the meteor what's causing all of this? I don't know. You know what I do know? Being shot by about 40 different spear bolts hurts. A lot. You die. <laughs> you die real well, good. All right, now it just seems like I didn't even feel hitting stuff. The floor. Like I don't. <laughs> that was completely, you know, incidental. I, I don't, I don't feel like I caused that in any way. No, you didn't. But we okay. could prevent all these people from dying. I don't know what's causing us to relive this over and over. But maybe we do, like, the good Samaritan thing and tell them, like, Hey, there's a big-ass something coming to blow up the planet. Yeah. Do we want to do, like, a dry run this time and see how fast the response time is and see if we need to, like, tell them Great sooner. idea. Hey, hey, Carl, turn translation back on. Hey, so you're all going to die. <laughs> that is not how you do it. They all pull the the, the soldiers all pull their no, no, no. spears. And not from us. At you. Not my, from us. My friend has no tact. There is something on a collision course with your planet. How do you know this? This is gonna sound really strange, but we've lived through the planet being hit several times. Like we die, and then we start our day over again, getting off our ship. We've done this six times. Hey, Carl, can you show him a recording of the last few times? <laughs> no data available. What? There's probably no way to get... I, You know, I don't know how it works. All I know is that this sucks. Uh, last time I got shot by your guys. Those are really nice, by the way. I would really like to trade for one. They're, They're really still nice. aiming them at you because they don't believe that you're killing. That's fine. Oh, hold on. Hey, Carl, enter debug mode. Affirmative. Uh, so I'm I'm looking at Carl's data now. Okay. And seeing if it has been rebooted. In the last, uh, what has it been? Three hours, two hours? It looks like it's been, it looks like the, t the time stamps are exactly the same as when you first got here the first time. So, like, if it was three hours later, it's three hours later. Okay, so, when so you am I seeing... When you restart, it restarts. So it restarts with the original data that was on it before. You lose all the okay. data from anything that, anything was, that happens okay. since you've landed. Do I, do I still have the data point from when the first time we came? About the mere care? Yes, you still have that. You get. Yes, you, I still have that. You. That's, that's me. That's knowledge. your knowledge. Just, yeah. Okay. But okay. it seems like right. the computers don't retain the the jumps. It also seems like the Mercurians don't retain. Because I feel like they would have recognized this 
after three or four restarts. Did Chris come with us? No, Chris is on the ship. Chris doesn't get off the hey. ship unless he's pulled off the ship by the Mercurians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Chris, do you re remember like the last 12 hours? Yeah, we landed and I've been sitting in here since then. Nothing else. Oh, you mean like all the bullshit that happened on the big ship? No, after that, between sitting here and waiting and all the bullshit that happened. On the big ship. So like... You just remember us landing? I remember all the bullshit on the big ship with like the foam guy and... And then... Right, yeah. The we all know the bullshit on the big ship. And then I... And then I landed... And then I landed the ship with you here. And then you've been gone for like three hours. So he doesn't remember either. So Me it's only you us. Are. Why only us? Because we're oh so fucking lucky. I don't know about all that. No, that's sarcasm. Isn't it beautiful? As he points out towards the knob slobbler. It is absolutely beautiful. It'd be a lot more beautiful if you put the guns down. They lower the guns. Um, look, we don't have any proof. I thought we would, but we don't have any proof. But for some reason, every time we land here, there is an asteroid that starts We're not flying. even entirely sure it's an asteroid. It's something large enough to destroy the planet. There is something that comes and, and collides with this city. At least, I don't know if it's the whole planet, but we all die and then we start over again. Would you like to see our defense headquarters? Uh, yeah, sure. I think so. That might be helpful, actually. So he tells the driver to head back towards the embassy. Uh, and he brings you towards the defense headquarters. And right as you're about to head into the defense quarters, you hear the fog horns go off. Damn it. And see, it's about five hours later. Yeah. Um, I look at my watch to like six fifteen exact time. And so five hours. And that's where we'll end this week. Ah, oh, goddammit. This, uh... Give us one more run. One more run. I think I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> I I'm I was it's been very hard to put this together <laughs> to try to keep it in order in my head. And I want you guys I want, I'm glad you guys created some lore for the Mercurians because I didn't have anything I could write down because I was too busy trying to make sure that I had like some sort of like circular. You had all plot. your like yeah <laughs> things set, yeah. so we couldn't just fucking loophole out of it. You almost did. You got close. <laughs> you guys were like, "We just need fuel. We want to leave." And I was like, "I don't. I can't give you just fuel because I can't. <laughs> right, it'll be <yeah>. over." <laughs> so. But yeah, awesome. Thank you guys so much for playing. I'm having a blast playing this one. Uh, I, I like space sci-fi stuff. Uh, so I appreciate you guys coming to play. Um, for me, I'm Kevin. I'm with Matt and Jason. Uh, we are... I'm waving. <laughs> we can wave. Yeah, we can wave. <laughs> just, wave. I do it every yeah. time. <laughs> We're, uh, this is a podcast. <laughs> we, are, we are Parallax Systems, and we appreciate you all for being here. Uh, did we have a, audio wave? Do we have a tag? Do we have a tagline. Homebrew just for you. <laughs> Wait, that's, <laughs> that's our YouTube. You can check us out there too if you want. But have a great night or a great day or great listening experience, and we'll see you again all next time. Bye. Bye. Later.
You've been listening to Parallax Systems, an actual play Uncharted Worlds podcast. Our opening monologue is voiced by Ossitator. Our music is by us. GMing and audio engineering provided by Kevin Brennan. Harvey Anderson is voiced by Jason Richard. Devin Landers is voiced by Matt Murphy. Follow us on YouTube and Instagram at DysfunctionalRPGs. Also, we still have a Twitter. Follow us there, too. New episodes weekly, wherever you find our podcasts. Until next time, remember, a Dutch oven isn't just a cooking utensil. This has been a dysfunctional production powered by the apocalypse.